Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, everybody, welcome. Your Saltwater Guide, Captain Dave Hansen, with another phenomenal podcast for you today. I want to thank everybody for joining us and uh, jump right in. We're going to have a great show today. I got a super special guest going to join us from one of the most magical places on the planet Earth. I love the fact that we can just bring people in from all over the place. No one has to do anything special. Just got to have good internet and I can bring you right into the show. So that's going to be a great show today. And uh, we'll bring them in here in just a few minutes. Do not forget that we have that gift certificate thing going on with our guides. If you want to get a gift certificate to go out fishing with one of our guides, you can give me a call at 949-374-0786. And uh, I have that special going on, lifetime membership to my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com for 350 bucks. I'll give you a lifetime membership. I think I got a picture of it or something over here somewhere. I don't have my producer with me today. Elliot's busy, but there it is. There's the picture. The holiday offer lifetime membership to the greatest fishing website ever built, your saltwater guide with a phenomenal community attached to the website and just all kinds of killer information from catching big bluefin to catching halibut, catching lobsters. We got you covered, whatever you're trying to accomplish with over 500 videos on how to do it, where to do it and what to do it. You can't go wrong. And then the community that I've built over there is incredible with the 4,000 members sharing what they're doing on the water every day. You will not be disappointed. Thank you everybody for joining us today. And today is, we don't have a sponsor for today's show, so it's Sponsorless Wednesday, and we have plenty of room for new sponsors if you want to get involved with your saltwater guide for the 2024 year. We got plenty of spaces available. We can talk about your product. We get somewhere between 12 and 30 million views a month, so we cover a lot of people watch the show. A lot of people check, will be able to check out your product, so... Let me know at 949-374-0786. If you have a question, I answer questions on this show. My special guest will answer questions with you on my show today. We will do our very best to answer all your questions. You can throw them up on the chat line or you can send them to me as a uh, as a text message at 949-374-0786. And any of you listening on YouTube or Facebook and you have a burning desire to make a booger-eating comment, just remember those comments get you banned forever. So if you think about it real hard, hey, Tyrone, good to see you, man. It's been a long time. I hope everything's good with you. Daniel, Devo, everybody, thank you very much. And yeah, Marley's fired up. He just got done eating a bunch of uh, mealworms. And I just had to give him a little bit of mango to calm him down. But he's running around back there. You'll see him throughout our show. And uh, make sure you hit the stars. Leave us some stars over on YouTube. Leave me a tip. Help me feed all these animals, all my rescue animals, my cats and my monkey. And everything helps. I appreciate everything you all do for me. And, hey, I just want – and, John, I got your question. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Thank you very much. She doesn't want me reading, but I'm going to be doing it. I, I just, it is what I, it is, I am what I am, John. I'm going to do what I got to do. But here we go. Without any further ado, I want to bring in my good friend, Chris. He's at one of the most magical places. I dream about this place all the time, gang. I think you're all going to get a big, all of you are going to get a big kick out of this. Devo, you're going to love this. Check this out. Chris, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Slide your chair over a little bit. Something happened. Your screen's looking a little bit dirty. It's not as clear as it was before. Do me a favor real quick. Right, yep. right underneath of your picture, you see that little settings wheel? 
I do. It's not lit up. Yeah, just click on it. It'll come right up. And okay. Make sure you're on. Make sure you're on 1080 on the on the uh, video because you were clear as heck a minute ago. So before we went live, I just want to make sure you're clear. Affirm, but you're mess- 1080. 1080. Yep, 1080. Okay, we're good now. All right, good, perfect. Is that any All right. Well, welcome to the show, Chris. Well, thank you for having me, Dave. I am super excited, gang. You're not even going to believe where Chris is setting right now. You see that little picture behind him on his left shoulder? He is on that island right now. And I have a bucket list thing going on that I want to go on that island so bad. He is Devo. He's on San Clemente Island. He is Chris is on San Clemente Island right now, everybody. I'm geeking out. I just. I want to go on the island so bad. Live from San Clemente Island without further ado. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so cool. I love that. I love that. So, gang, Chris has been a fisherman for a very, very long time. He was one of my original guides when I first launched your saltwater guide. He helped me out tremendously. He's been out with quite a few of my members. But, Chris, let's get down and dirty. Let's talk about how you got into this whole fishing thing. We're going to get into San Clemente Island. We got some cool videos or cool pictures to show. But first of all, how'd you get into fishing? You know, um, like most of us, through my family. My dad used to take me trout fishing up in Mount Whitney, of all places, right? Um, And I just, I fell in love with fishing. I can remember like it was yesterday, Dave, catching these trout in Kennedy Meadows, which is located in Mount Whitney. And I remember, um, again, like it was yesterday, you know, right there at the side of the, of the river, cleaning my, my, my trout. And, um, yeah, it's just, um, it's infectious. The outdoors, the water, Fishing, it's infectious. You know what I mean? And like most of us, I have the bug. And 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 it is a passion, you know. And I'm I'm just we should all feel blessed to be to have that passion within us, you know. Because you know the saying, Dave, you give a man a fish, he's gonna eat for one day, you teach him to fish. And he eats for the rest of his life. And that's what I'm doing. I'm eating, right? And whether it's food or whether it's energy, right? You want to talk about energy, this place has got a lot of it. Magical, right? Grew up fishing all around the island, right? From calicos to tuna to everything. And now... By the grace of God, I live out here five days a week, right? I work out here. Um, Lately, it's been a lot more than five days a week. But yeah, just extremely blessed and fortunate that my father introduced me to fishing when I was three years old. And I've been doing it ever since. Let me share a little story with you when I was young. And maybe a lot of you can relate to this story you know i loved fishing so much that i would play with my fishing stuff in my bed (laughs) this is the true story dude somehow i got a giant shark hook wrapped into my leg i woke up in the middle of the night wandered into my parents room with the blanket that it it had attached to the eye of the hook. Anyways, make a long story short. Yeah, man, I was about six years old. My mom and dad, I remember my mom being mad at me because she used to always tell me not to play with my stuff in the bed. But uh, yeah, I had to go to the hospital (laughs) that night and get the hook removed from from my leg. Oh my gosh. Hey, We'll get John Casey. We're going to get into why Chris is on the island. We're going to get into that. We got lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to, we're going to blow through this hour so quickly, but so then you went from trout fishing and playing with your gear. Then you went on to work on the sport boats, right? 
Yes, sir. Uh, went on to, you know, st- like like most of us, started off on the day and a half, three-day boats, then went over to the long-range fleet, did that for, you know, uh, two and a half, three years. And, um, yeah, just super fortunate to grow up in San Diego, right? San Diego is the biggest Southern California, but I'm going to go ahead and say San Diego because all the guys from L.A., come down to San Diego to get onto the boats and then we go from there. Right. As far as Clipperton. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, Guadalupe, right. Those, that was the whole long range scene. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Everybody wants to go to San Diego and go fishing in California gate. If you, you, there's a lot of people listening in all over the world Sport boats, gang, are like what you guys on the East Coast call your head boats. We call them sport boats. My father started out in the industry in 1947. And what my dad used to say is, don't ever call them cattle boats because not one of these boats have ever had a cow on them. But some reason people like to call them cattle boats. My father, that would, if you wanted to get under my father's skin, just say cattle boat. But those of you on the East Coast call them head boats. Australia, I don't know what you guys call them. We got people watching all over the world, but we all grew up, most of us that have this passion, we grew up fishing on sport boats. That's what we grew up doing. That was our thing. We couldn't wait to get on the boat, right? And then to get a job on it, Chris. Oh, right. Felt like- I mean, you know, I remember my parents dropping me off at Seaforth Sport Fishing so I could fish in the morning. And, you know, I tell you, I'll share this story with you. You know, after a while, you get pretty good. And I would be scanning the passengers <laughs> to find out, you know, the hot sticks. Oh, I know that guy. Oh, he's a good fisherman. Because my goal was, okay, to win the jackpot so I could fish in the afternoon. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, again, Dave, um, you grew up in Orange County, right? You come from a fishing family. Um, yeah, just so many memories, right? So many memories. Yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world. And speaking of that, gang, why we have, why we're on this thing and the passion and the whole thing about fishing and what it's all about and what it means, it is so important to understand what they're trying to do right now. I want you all to listen to this video. This is going to hit you hard. Listen to this. Oh, there is a concern that some today would like to see no fishing whatsoever anywhere in the United States, especially in California. That is, we we were told that 10 years ago at meetings, that our goal is to see fishing abolished. I pray to God it doesn't happen. Gang, that video is from Michael Folks, The History of Sport Fishing. It's a movie that's going to be coming out. Hasn't figured out where, where, who's going to carry it. But what Frank Lopresti is saying right there, and he's he's a big deal in Chris and I's lives. That man's a legend. He owns Fisherman's Landing. He owns the Shogun. He owns the Royal Players. He has a lot to do with 90% of those sport boats in San Diego. And he's trying to let you know, gang, It's time for us to get off our butts, pull our heads out of our butts and do something to slow this movement down. Because I was talking to Michael Folks the other day. This thing's a train roaring down the tracks and it's coming after us so fast and so hard right now, gang. And they're doing it very methodically. (laughs) They're taking a little piece, a little piece, a little piece. And like Frank Lepresti just said, They want to abolish fishing in America with the rod and reel. Recreational fishing, they're on a mission to end fishing. If you heard Chris when we first started, how passionate he is when he was a little boy. He played with his fishing tackle in his room, in his bed. I just took my grandson fishing for his very first time. I can't even comprehend what it would be like to live in a world where we cannot fish. Can you, Chris? No, it is um, unfathomable, 
right? I mean, um, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't even imagine that. You know, it's crazy because the Royal Polaris used to be my home boat. You know, I used Frank Lepresti used to be my boss. You know, I was fortunate enough to be under tutor by Roy Rose, which is a really good friend of mine. But you know, it's they've been having this hubbub and I don't know if you want to call them the NRO or whoever or whatever, or these entities that are trying to abolish fishing, but it's scary folks. So if you ever get the opportunity to put your name on a piece of paper to block these individuals, please do, you know, oh, absolutely. It, it, it is a serious situation. Yeah, it's so scary, gang. They're coming for fishing. For I don't even know why. Tommy Gomes thinks it's because they want all that oceanfront property. They want to build houses and condos on it. And they don't want us there, and they don't want our boats there, and they don't want all that going on. I think it's way deeper than that. I believe it's got to do with control. But I just wanted you to see that video. I want you to understand how important it is to get involved with CCACalifornia.org, Arts. Being part of the solution, ccacalifornia.org is the only voice we have at the table. We don't have a voice anywhere else. The money is incredible to push us out, to close fishing or abolish fishing like Frank Lopresti says. Can you, I don't understand why that is such a heavy movement and why it matters. So think about that while we're doing the show. I try to keep this as least amount of negativity as I can on the show, but I don't want to live in a world where we can't go fishing, Chris. I just don't want to live in that world. I just can't even imagine. Can you imagine standing on San Clemente Island where you are and not being able to do this? Yeah, right. You not know, being I mean, able. Look at, look at this picture. Not being able to. That's standing on the rocks at San Clemente Island, gang. That's my dream right there. That's my dream. Yeah. Good ones, right? Right. Shoreline fishing in San Clemente Island, yeah. Oh, so we're we're both into this fishing thing, but let's talk. A lot of my people right now are wound up. They want to know, what are you doing on the island? How did you get a job on the island? Talk about that. What are you doing there? What I do, my, my job is I drive the orange fast boats, right? And our job, there's you know, a handful of us out here and we tow targets out onto the range for various military uh, to engage military ops. There are some things that I cannot talk about, but I can give you the basics. I drive a fast boat and I work with the military out here. All the different military entities, Marines, Air Force, Navy, Coast Guard, Homeland Security, all of them. How cool is that? It's it it's extremely humbling, right? Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty humbling. And um, you know, I'm blessed to be a part of it. I'm blessed to be able to give back, right? And it, it's it's uh you know, there's 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 been a lot of ops that I've been on, <laughs> just thinking about it, I get goosebumps, right? Oh, absolutely. Powerful, powerful. There's, to be on the island itself and then to get to go out on little rubber boats and go drive around and see all the bitches. Okay, I don't know, because I haven't asked. I wanted to save all my questions for this show, even though we sure. talk a lot. I wanted sure. to, because I think a lot of the people watching want to know this. So you're on San Clemente Island. I've never been in Wilson's Cove. I've driven through it, got yelled at driving through it many years, got right on the edge. I, I'm i sorry, gang, but that three-mile buffer zone, I may have driven right through it a few times. I may have driven right through it. But San Clemente Island, gang, is owned by the United States Navy. It is a naval installation. There is so much stuff going on at the island. And the, the Navy puts out a schedule of what's going on and tells us what areas we can and cannot fish in. But there's an area 
that's about four and a half, five miles long, Wilson's Cove, that we haven't been in, un, any of us haven't been in forever. It is absolute, no, it's up the, up the aisle on the other side. Wilson's Cove, just south of uh, Northwest Harbor. There's all kinds of stuff. Here, I got a picture that you sent me of looking down from Wilson's Cove, I think, is right here. This is Wilson's Cove, gang. No, no. That's part of it. There's a little pier yeah. in there. That's right? that's that's actually a different part of the island. That's not Wilson Cove. That's looking south. Right. Right. From yeah. Wilson's Cove, right? Going south, that little pier, that's part of the closed area. I've seen that pier many times. What's it like in there? Is there any fish in there? There's a lot of fish. A lot of fish in there. A lot of Move fish over a little bit. You, you gotta, slid yourself no. out of the picture. Move over to the... There you go. Get over a little more. Keep no. going. There you go. Now you're in the show. All right. Now you're out. Now you're in. Um, a lot of sheephead. A lot of big calicos. Obviously, opali, halibut. You name it. I've seen bluefin foamers right outside the cans. Yeah. In like 150 feet of water, just ballistic. Just what three weeks ago, a month ago. Isn't that weird how hunt. fish it's funny how fish know where they can go and not get bothered by Hello? anybody? Hello, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of my favorite local lakes, they know where to go, and you know, they don't they don't get just like deer and animals like they all they all know right safe zone go here as soon as hunting season or or fishing season starts they're somewhere else but um yeah a lot of really good fishing and as far as when you're off on your time off you can just walk down on the beach there and cast a lure you got it yeah i take my four-wheel <laughs> drive i take my four-wheel drive truck i mean this is a volcanic island you can't go anywhere without four-wheel drive you know so you know you take a dirt road and the areas there are some areas that even i can't get into right totally closed you got to have a uh uh bigger clearance than i have right to get through um but yeah most of the stuff is totally fishable if you want to hike to get down to it right then yeah it's castle lure right it's really? phenomenal. I, 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 you know, I mean, when you're catching eight and nine pound calicos from the shore in like 10 feet of water. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, yeah, it's, like this one. Yeah. That's a good that's one. Like that. Yeah. It's a good one. Right. From, from the beach, from the beach, from the road. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Or like that. Yeah. How fun. How spectacular. So you get up in the morning, you, you can go fish before you work? Yes, sir. I'm on deck most of the time at 0700, and that's when I don't have ops. But, um, yeah, it's magical, right, to watch the sun come up. And right now the sun is rising earlier. So, um, you know, to watch the sun rise up, and being bendo and just that glass and a little bit of, you know, monkey, monkey grass, you know, uh, man, it's special, powerful energy, right? So where, what's that picture? Where are we looking well, this, at? Well, so the picture you're looking at right there is that is called Eel Point. And a lot of you that are familiar with San Clemente Island know about Eel Point. There's a, a place that the bluefin like to hang out. It's called the nipple. Um, it's outside of Eel Point, but it's right off of Eel Point. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's just one of those OMG moments, right? Heavy marine layer, just magical, right? Magical. When you send me these pictures in the mornings, I just, uh, I'm just like, oh my gosh, right? this dream. I really honestly, dream a lot about San Clemente Island because when I was a little boy, when I first boat I ever worked on in 1974, 75 was the Fury 
2. It's called the Fury now, but it was the Fury 2 back then. And we used to fish San Clemente Island every day but Mondays. And uh, ever since then, I just... San Clemente Island has been just like a magical place for me. And uh, then I went on to run the Seahorse for my family back in the late 80s, early 90s. One of my second operator, Captain Buddies, Devin Cruz, is watching the show right now. And he's totally sending us cool messages right now and stuff. Him and I grew up fishing San Clemente Island every day. And uh, we could only dream about doing what you're doing. And believe me, we dream about doing what you're doing right now, Chris, all the time. And uh, I have a really funny story. I was at Fish Hook one night. Make Devo, Devin Cruz was there. We were making mackerel. And uh, the sea lions were chasing the flying fish around. And a flying fish flew by the light and landed on the beach. And as the boat would rock back and forth, the squid light would kind of hit the beach once in a while. All of a sudden, the flying fish is walking down the beach. And I ran into the bridge and I got my big spotlight. And I'm like, what? How is that? Because you could see the shimmering of the flying fish. And he's walking down the beach. And I hit it with the spotlight. And this is what I saw. This little guy was carrying the <laughs> flying fish down the beach. What is that? Right? That's what is that little San animal? Clemente Island Gray Fox. Now, folks, that fox right there, you won't find anywhere else in the world except on San Clemente Island. What a good-looking little animal. Right there, hey, that fox right there runs the island. You think, yes, we've stated earlier in the show that this is a Navy facility, right? And so you would figure that Navy runs the island. Wrong. That fox runs the island. Is yeah. it true? I'm going to pull down the picture. We'll put it back up in a minute. Is it true that there is actual people that come out to the island to just make sure that those fox don't get injured? Monumental. The fox is extremely protected. We have the San Diego Zoo that lives out here along with us five days a week. And um, the San Clemente Gray Fox is not the only um uh, wildlife that we have out there. The others, the zoo has brought. Uh, we have another one that is out here. It's called the night lizard, which is kind of cool, right? Come to find out. I don't know too much about it, but come to find out. Don't quote me on this, Dave, but I believe the night lizard is one of a kind also out here at the island. Wow, how'd the lizard yeah. get out? How'd the, how'd the little dog get out there? How'd they get there? Right? How did the fox get here? I don't know the backstory behind it, but yeah, incredible, right? Incredible. And you were saying before we went live that that animal is really only the size of a house cat? Yes. Yes. Right? We've all seen foxes. Or most of us, if we're in the outdoors, We've all seen a fox or got a glimpse of a fox, right? These things, yes, they're the size of a house cat. What and they have dog. no predators out here, all right? So they're, they have no fear. They have really? no fear. They'll walk right out in front of your truck. They'll walk right up to you. They're very, very curious. Really? There's And they're, as you see in the picture, they're just like adorable, right? Oh my gosh, cool. just insane. Yeah, right? Yeah. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. How many do you think live on the island? I know I'm not quoting you, but a hundreds, lot. Hundreds. Really? Hundreds. They're protected. Hello. And they got plenty of food. There's a lot of mice out here. So if I came yeah. to the island, I would see one. Oh God, yes. Okay, because yeah. the only one I've ever seen is the one that night with the spotlight. And I did sure. I was blown away because there's my flying fish. And, and how smart is that little dog that he knew to come right there and wait and the flying fish would fly up on the beach? That's pretty smart little dude. Right? I thought Apples it was adapt, and They use everything 
to their advantage, right? Just like the sea lions, when they're hunting the flying fish and we're out here and we're, you know, with life trying to catch them and they got the island and the shoreline and the sea lions they ain't stupid. Right. They're, they they are using the island. They're using the light. And man, it, it's a well choreographed deal. Yeah. Now you have San Clemente Island Fox. He's on the shoreline, right? Everything working in harmony. Yeah. Pretty neat. It's pretty neat. So how many people are there? I, I'm not asked for exact number, but how many people there are observing this fox? I mean, I think it's crazy. I can't get on the island, but they bring people yeah, there. I'm get- not sure. I'm not sure how many uh how many uh what's the word I'm I'm looking for? I'm not sure how many people environmentalists. Environmentalist. You can say the word. It's a bad yeah. word. On <laughs> right. Hold on. Wait a minute. You told me not to cuss. <laughs> we'll uh, leave that whole topic. We won't touch that. That's kind of like bringing up top politics. But right. um, um, most of them, there's a lot. Most of these individuals, they're young kids, right? They're college kids. And they stick them out here and they, they live out here just like I do, five days a week, right? And they do their studies. Yeah. Nice. Hey, I have a friend who said his son worked out there. and He just sent me a text message. You guys have a bowling alley on the island? Excuse me, you came in broken. I said, you have a bowling alley on the island? Yes, yes. We have a two-lane bowling alley, and that is over, um, it's in the same building as the Salty Crab. There is a pub out here also. Um, Yeah, I'm not a bowler. I haven't been there. I haven't bowled. Um, And yes, there there is a bowling alley. They've got a gym. A bowling alley downstairs, and then they have the salty crab, a bar. Okay. And they got some pool tables and whatnot. Yeah. And just guesstimate how many men and women are living on the island at at one time? Fifty. I I really I really don't know if I had to take an estimate. Couple hundred, I would imagine. Maybe not that many. Do you get to go down into um, into Northwest Harbor to the seal where the seals are? Oh, yeah. you get to- yes, it's called Mar Ops. Yes, yeah. Because the Navy so seals they, they have go down in there. A lot of that stuff, you know. There's ranges. This this island is one big giant range. Um, but yes, you you can go into Mar Ops and you can ask permission to go to various uh, various parts of Northwest Harbor. Okay. You- Always go into Marops first and check in. Yeah. And then as you go out towards the point, out towards Castle Rock, or you guys call it Target that whole Rock, area, you cannot go to. They built that city and they live yeah, off. Top secret, yada, yada. Uh, that's for, you know, that's for the seals. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a, I mean, those of you that have fished the island, you know what we're talking about. We don't yeah. get close to it. We, we look at it with our gyros when we're driving by and it looks pretty elaborate and we see a lot of smoke and a lot of live fire going on in there. And, uh, but it, it looks That's pretty. That's one of their training facilities, right? You and know? then you guys, you got top gun school on the, on, on that runway too, right? We or do. No? I do see a lot of touch and goes, right? They're constantly, again, this is a, this is a Navy installation, Right. Everything from, uh, yeah, from 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 jets to helicopters. Yeah, it's a pretty active runway. That runway is going pretty full speed all the time there on yes. the west end of the island. It's it's an amazing place, gang. If yes. you haven't if you haven't had the opportunity to go to San Clemente Island and fish around it on a on a sport boat or on your own private boat, it's a de- it's a definite must see. It sets fifty five miles off the beach. Out behind Catalina Island, it's the last piece of land before you get to China, basically. And uh, 
It's pretty neat. It's a pretty neat place. And to think that you're there sitting on the island right now talking to all of us. I mean, that's pretty special, Chris. Yeah. Coming from the world you and I have come from, we got to pinch ourselves. Again, it's extremely humbling, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm very grateful, very grateful, very humbled to be a part of this. Every morning, you know, colors comes on and I stand there with my hat off or my hand across my chest, right? Every morning, national anthem. It's, it's the best word I can use is, right, extremely humbling. Yeah, many mornings when I fish Northwest Harbor, there's a little spot in there we fish sea bass, and we'll be in there at gray light, and you hear, you hear the national anthem goes out on all the speakers at the island, and it goes out very loud, and it is a, it is, it makes you very happy that you're an American. It makes you stand up and it makes right. you put your hand over your heart and it makes you understand yes. that the sacrifice that went on to have this place, to have this yes. magical place 50 miles off the beach that's owned and operated by the United States Navy. That's a pretty spectacular thing. And then the national anthem, you just go, right. okay, right, all right, I get this. This, this is, is real. real. Right? I, I Yeah. Super cool. It's yeah. cool. Now, when you get in, coming down, I'm, I got a bunch of geeked out questions to ask you. When I'm coming down Northwest Harbor and I look up on the side, they built those beautiful big barracks with all the windows, the glass and everything. How far away is that area from where you're at? Uh, a couple miles. Oh, so where are you? you can't I don't want you to get I, bombed. Or I am no, I am up in Wilson Cove, up on the highest part of Wilson Cove. Okay. So I live in the trailers up there, and before the trailers going up are uh, a bunch of like uh, almost like apartments, right? They've got the blue shingles on top that you'll see you know when you drive by you won't be able to see my trailers but you'll see those big apartment like complexes okay and those are where they house um people that come here for many various reasons other entities you know what i mean navy personnel lives in there oh my gosh i my head is just there's so many things going on in my head. I see my good buddy Dave Burris is watching. And Dave, just like Devo, the three of us, Dave Burris, Devo, and I, we fished that island so hard. And we literally, Chris, I would back the seahorse into like three, four feet of water. And you, we would think, gosh, we could just step on the island right now. But we would catch those big calicos on live mackerel for bait. And it would be the closer you could cast it into the beach, the bigger the bass. I can't even imagine standing there as you casting a big plastic lure and dragging it right through their house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I've had them curious, right? Right up back out of the water and then turn real quick. You're like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, she's you know what I mean? <laughs> um magical, right? Just just witnessing that i witnessed that the other day you know oh god and then you know a lot of times you'll get one more whack at them if you get back out there real quick you'll get one more whack at them before like a third time i've never seen them really come after it again the, the third time but uh yeah it's super cool dude and it, man you gotta be johnny on the spot right because when you're fishing from the shoreline and now you're in that, um, you know, that magical depth from two feet to eight feet. You know, you got boiler rocks, you got the monkey grass, you got kelp, you, all, just so much stuff, right? And you just really got to, it, it's it's super cool. It's oh, super I'm, cool. I can imagine how cool it is. Dave Burris, you got to be just jonesing like I am right now watching this, huh? Because... Oh my gosh, it was all about who could cast farther into the beach. Yeah. The farther into the beach you could throw your mackerel, gang, the bigger the calico was. The the yeah. closer you can get to the beach, the bigger the bass. I can't and even so you can imagine, like, you know, fishing from the shore, the line.
steps that I have down parallel with the shoreline. It's crazy. Boiler rock here, boiler rock here. Nice little spot of, you know, monkey grass right here. Yeah, it's it's super cool. The lanes, you know, are just, yeah. Unbelievable. Park, don't fish it. <laughs> uh, just insane. Yeah. So when you get back on land, are you, and we were talking before we went live on the show, I wanted to bring you on the show for the San Clemente Island thing, but also you are a phenomenal guide. Gang, if I, you listen to Chris, the way he talks, he's that passionate all day long on the boat. He comes from the same place I come from. Neither one of us, we, we're both sober. We don't bring our, we have no baggage we're bringing with us, except for the fact that we are so passionate about fishing. So when you get Chris on your boat, the guy you're listening to right now, that's the guy you're going to spend the whole day with. He's in it. He's in it. He's got no off switch. He's like me. We're going 100 miles an hour. We want you to catch the fish of your lifetime when we're with you on your boat, right? That's we don't have an off switch. Right? Talk right. about you did you did me a favor here a few months ago. You took some of my members out on their boat, and you kind of did something that's absolutely crazy. Kind of talk about that for a minute, gang, and you'll then you'll understand who Chris is. That trip was kind of amazing. Talk about it a little bit. Where you took those guys bluefin in and you yeah you know I I, I got some uh, had some ER doctors come uh, from 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 Texas and I think it was one of their cousins that lived out here had a boat and a little mothership and whatever and they booked me for three days right they wanted to they they wanted to go catch a big bluefin all right um, in a twenty eight foot center console right? <laughs> uh, six people uh, we won't get into all of that. But um, yeah, that wasn't, that was middle of October, right? Took him out to Tanner Bank, right? Put the locator out. The locator for me is a yummy, right? I This boat had no up and down. I'm shot in the foot right from the cape. I got no sonar. Anyways, passion, experience, being in the inner circle and knowing how to read water. We succeeded, right? We get bit on the yummy, and then I just start feeding them the popsicle. When I say the popsicle, it's a frozen flying fish. Uh, but uh, great bunch of guys. The fishing was good. It wasn't easy, but we managed. And right. uh, yeah, three days and uh, uh, had a great time. They had a great time. Um, I believe a couple of them, they had such a good time. They emailed you and, and, uh, I guess they had some, some nice things to say about me. Oh, absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything was super positive, super happy. And then when I found out, when I talked to you and found out what you did, I was just blown away by what you did on that little boat with six guys for three days, gang. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely incredible. You know what right. though? You're just like me. We we're gonna get on your boat. We don't care. We're just gonna go and go fishing, and we're doing what we do, and we're doing it at the highest level we can possibly do it at with the most passion. That's one thing I can promise you. You're not gonna find anybody with more passion than Chris. He's got the passion. He's in it to win it. He wants you to have the time of your life when you go with him. You know, here's the deal. You know, um, I can't control the catching, right? But what I can control is the fishing. I like to make memories happen, right? And it takes the right person, right? It takes the right person to make memories happen, to make a memorable fishing trip. Again, me and you both can't control the catching. We nope. can have all of this knowledge up here. But when we can't make the fish bite, but what we can do is we can control and make memories happy and a wonderful fishing experience, right? Oh, absolutely, dude. And you do, you make the people's day. You do, because you, you don't have you don't have an off switch that you're like I tell everybody when they take you, you're they go, How long are we gonna be? I go, Well, you'll give up before Chris does, I promise you that. 
you're going to give up before we you're like me. We want it one more bait, one more try, one more, one more, one more lap. We want to do one more lap. We want one more lap. We want to go around that meter mark one more time or that foamer one more time. Or you want to make that one more cast on that eight pound calico bass that you cast it on twice. Right. I mean, <laughs> I saw that thing throw water in my face right at my feet. Right. Can't get the lure back out fast enough. Gang, what he's doing on San Clemente Island, most of us are never gonna get a chance to do. But if you do, if you had an opportunity to fish with me back in the day on those seahorse or back on the audios too, or back on the wild and sack, I put that boat in any one of those big boats right in on the beach because I knew that's where those big fish lived. And it's all about calico bass. There was a time. And now everybody's spoiled. Bluefin and yellowtail. Bluefin, yeah, dang, dang, no bluefin and yellowtail. I ain't going. Boats would go to San Clemente Island for only one fish. The only reason that all the sport boats went there, and all the charter boats went there, and all the private boats went there was for calico bass. Period. There wasn't. There wasn't any of that other stuff. We didn't see yellowtail. We might have caught a few, but it was an accident while you were calico bass fishing. Right. And then to stand on the rock and cast a bait, Jesus, Chris, yeah. you you won the lottery in our life. Right. You won the, where you're standing right now, we won the lottery. Chris, real quick, I got to read some questions from some people because today's text the show Wednesday, but you were so blessed. You blessed me so much when you told me that you got a little bit of downtime and you could come on the show today. And I didn't want to not take advantage of that and, we have so many war heroes and veterans that watch the show every day. So you being at San Clemente right. Island. How do, is, how do those people do that heart thing? Hey, I can do it. Okay. That's how it's done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, powerful, right? Every morning when I hear colors um, being blared over the loudspeakers, it's kind of magical, right? You look around, I know where I'm at. I know the stuff that I'm doing out here. Um, it, it, it's, it's still, it ne I mean, still get like, you know, the goosebumps. Just blessed, blessed. Yeah, we can't, there's not a better word. I mean, we want a better word, but there's not. Blessed is there's about, not what that's the word. That's the word. The energy, right? The energy, the, the energy is like just off the Richter, right? You know, I'm standing down there, um, and I'm watching the sunrise, right? And and just it, it, it's it's crazy, right? Pretty magical, yeah. Pretty flipping magical, yeah. So Darren want me wanted to ask me if. I buy the Promar hoop nets. What else do I have to buy to make a complete package? Well, you need the buoy. You need the 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 rope, our line, whatever you guys want to call it. I know it's not a rope. It's a line when it goes down a boot. I don't like to use the word line because I'm recovering. So I use the word rope. Okay? But listen, you need the buoy. You need the rope. You need a bait tube. You need a lobster measuring device. You need the glow stick. Gang, if any of you out there are listening, you think of anything else you got to have, let me know. But that's I got kind a of question for you real quick, Dave. For those yeah. of us who don't know, what is a bait tube? Well, back when I started doing this hoop net thing in 2005, 2006, we were using the bait cages, Chris, and we had a phenomenal time trying to get those things away from the California sea lion, the most protected animal on the planet earth. They're, I you know, knew where that was going. You know, it's really sad too. What's going on right now is that we need to help these poor sea lions because their population is really diminishing right now. There's only about 75 million of them in Southern California and this area can handle about 60,000. So we need to make sure that we don't let this animal fall to the side. Hold on, sir. Let me uh, do the numbers on that real quick. Yeah, seventy-five million, sixty thousand. They're they're in despair. We need to save the California sea lion. But I came up with a design to make a 
tube out of black PVC pipe and I put a bunch of holes in it. I put an end cap on one end and a, a, uh, a cap that you could screw off on the other. We fill it up with our sardines, throw it in the water. The California sea lion is a very visual animal. If you've ever I, seen them, they have a giant eye. Excuse me real quick, sir. So you stick a whole sardine in this plastic tube? What no, do you do a sardine? We chop them up. Oh, you chop, chop them up. We got to chop them up because, and it might work the whole sardine, Chris, but something in my head tells me I got to chop it up. So I chop them up and I just jam them into those tubes. And when I'm fishing, I have two sets of tubes. I have 10 tubes that go in all the hoops that I'm using. And I have 10 backups so that I can change them out in the middle of the trip while we're catching lobsters. I'm changing the tubes out all the time to make sure I have fresh bait because I want to have the freshest bait possible. I learned that from the biologist when I was working at the aquarium in Long Beach, that those big antennas are there to pick up the electrical charge coming off the bait. That's a whole nother show. And we could talk about that later. You get me so fired up, you know, cause you know, the right questions to ask. So I get excited. So are you trying to tell me that you're not drinking anymore. And the reason for the blender is to put the sardines in to pack your tubes. Yeah, it's not for it's not to make a margarita. Yeah, definitely not to make a margarita. My good friend, my good friend John Stanley wanted to know how long will the lobsters keep if you seal them in a bag and put them in the freezer the proper way. The way that I did it for years is I put my my uh, lobster in a Ziploc bag in water. I fill the bag up with water and then I freeze the lobster in the fresh water frozen like a block and then i would take the ziploc and i would just pull it off of the frozen block and drop it right in the boiling water and kelly girl and i were eating lobsters that were a year and a half two years old and they were coming out fresher than you can even imagine and my dad taught me that john when i was a little boy back in the day when we used to have those uh milk cartons that were cardboard they would take and top, cut the top off, stick the lobster tails in there, and then fill it up with water and put it in the freezer standing up, and the tails would be in there underwater. And it keeps them fresh, fresh, fresh. I know you're not allowed to take the tails off of the whole lobsters, and heaven, God knows I would never do anything that you're it, that is illegal. That is for sure. But that's how I did it. That's how I did it, John. It kept them super fresh all the time. I... We got another question here. I'm not sure who it's from. I could go down deep into it. I always need to put a fish on the boat even before I leave the dock. Also, speedy human can't afford myself. Oh, oh, it's one of our members. He's showing me. He's, he's on the back of the sport boat at the dock with a nice sand bass he caught before they went and got bait. Sweet. Thank you. Let's see what else we got. Does the lobster popcorn method only work with fresh uncooked lobster legs? Will it work on already cooked? No, it, Rob, it won't work on the already cooked legs. It has to be raw. So when it, when it's cooking in there, when it cooks, all of a sudden the pressure just fires that leg right out into the bag. Right out. Yep. It's amazing. And I know that when we're doing it in a Ziploc bag gang, this video that I posted that Mike Lewis made me that I have on Instagram about the popcorn lobster legs. If you haven't seen it yet, you need to go. It's on every social media platform. It's on all social media platforms. But the one that's the most fun to go look at is go to Instagram. It has 1.2 million views now. It's what Mike Lewis, two weeks old, something like that. It's got 1.2 million views. It's got... I don't know, 18,000 comments and, uh, oh no, it's got, it's almost got a million. It's got 875,000 views, but it's got like 18,000 comments and everybody's worried about my health. You won't even believe it. They all say, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to live very long because I'm, I'm microwaving a Ziploc bag. Well, that's terrible. If you knew the world I came from, the last thing I'm worried about is a Ziploc bag. <laughs> but they're so fun to see all these people that are so worried about Captain Dave's health. Oh, 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 your Ziploc, 
bag in the microwave. Oh, ho, ho, I can't believe it. Look at this dummy. He's eating microwave Ziploc bags. Oh, my goodness. As they go and they eat a, they eat a tomato. As they go and they eat their tomato, that was put together by a chemical company. And, uh, yeah, and they're worried about me. Ziploc bag in a lobster leg. It's pretty funny. If you guys want to have some great humor tonight, just jump on the comments. Or take another step and jump on the comments for how to tie up your boat. Now, I know I don't tie up a boat very well, and I don't really know how, and my family doesn't own nine sport boats up to, like, 95 feet long. I know we don't do any of that, but all of a sudden, when I started making these how to tie up the boat videos, I learned quickly, Chris, that I don't know how to tie up a boat. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. I don't know how to tie up a boat, even though I've been tying up boats for for a living for 48 years. Now I don't know how to tie up a boat. You want to go read those comments, gang. They're hilarious. They're so funny. It's just absolutely amazing what goes through these poor people's minds. I, every once in a while, I'll watch a video and I'll look at it and I'll think, wow, that guy shouldn't have made the video. But I never, ever in my wildest imagination think I need to get on social media and, and tell everybody not to watch it because I don't like it. That the world's so messed up now that you actually can think that you can tell the world not to watch my videos because you don't like them. Chris, when we were little kids and Saturday morning cartoons came on and we didn't like the cartoon that was on, what did we do? Change the channel to Speed Racer. There you go. Hey, I got another one. Mr. Magoo's on the other channel. We didn't call CBS, did we? Did we call CBS and say, I don't like Roadrunner. Will you please take the Roadrunner off the air? Right. I don't know what's happened to this this world today, Chris, but it's gotten gingerfied. Oh boy. They all want to make sure don't and, and, and they all know better, Dave. You already know this. They do it better, they cut better, their knife is sharper, they do a half hitch, you name it. Oh yeah, it's pretty comical. Right. But hey, Chris, let everybody know because you're going to be back in town. You're going to be bouncing back and forth to the island. You guys want to take Chris with you on your boat. You want to learn history about San Clemente Island? You go to fishing to San Clemente Island with Chris on your boat. You're thinking of taking a guide trip over to San Clemente Island? There isn't anybody more qualified. You're going to learn so much about the island when you drive. I can't wait to go to San Clemente Island with Chris on my boat and go, what is that? Because I've looked at that for 40 years, but I don't know what that is. That observation uh, dome up there above White Rock. That thing's very intriguing to me. I don't know what the hell that is. Are the observation posts up the island there at uh, at Hole in the Wall? I don't know what the hell that is. I want to know about all this stuff. Gang, if you take Chris with you on your boat, I don't care if you're going in San Diego to go catch a rockfish or you're going to San Clemente Island to catch a bluefin. How bitching would it be to have the guy right there on your boat with you? Chris, give everybody your number. Let them know how to get a hold of you. Okay, so uh, it is uh, 619-302-3379. Again, the phone number is 619-302-3379. I'll take you anywhere. I mean, from the back bay of San Diego to rock fishing, to calico fishing, to whatever you want to do. And what I... What I want to do is I can't make you a professional, experienced fisherman like me and Dave overnight. It takes time. And so what I tell my clients is we build a relationship, right? We build a relationship and we chip away. I teach you how to set your boat up for bluefin fishing. I teach you how to set your boat up for fishing the kite, for trolling, for how to, uh, you name it, all of it. There's a big science in chumming. You can never have enough bait. Chumming is, I, I can't speak loud enough about it, right? And then, like Dave was saying, everything from even lobster fishing, right? How to set up your hoop net. What bait? Personally, I've been a big fan of the sardines and the blender since since it came out, right? Since you're watching your hoop net swim away because a sea lion has got its cage or 
your tied up bonita or whatever it may be in the bottom of your net, right? That's all we had back in the day, right? Right. We'd zip tie and tie up and wire tie, you know, our bait in the in the bottom of our net. But yeah, any kind of fishing that you want to do, if you're new to the scene, right? You bought a boat, you figured it'd be cool for the family. You got some kids, you want to teach your kids how to fish. I'm great with families, right? Here's the deal. We got to come back with some fish at some point because sooner or later, the minute you bought a thousand dollars in goodness, and you mean to tell me coming home with is a fucking hangover? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get Chris whoa. Manning, 619 302 3379. Let's get some fish to eat. Yeah, he didn't mean to cuss, gang. He gets a little excited, a little passionate. He didn't mean that. Don't, 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 uh, don't ban us here on Facebook or YouTube. He didn't mean that. That's a little passion fishing thing. He wasn't being mean. Oh, he wasn't boy. being, it was just talking passion. That's all. Gang, listen, Chris is in on the same deal as Justin and Pablo. If you want to get Chris on your boat with you, you can give him a call. You can get on the gift certificate list. He'll do that for you. The normal cost to go is a thousand dollars a day. That's what we charge. That's the guide service. There's guys that aren't licensed that are running guide trips for 2,500, 3000 bucks. They don't know their butt from a hole in the ground, but they're great at marketing and they're going out with you on your boats. They don't know how to do anything and they're getting all that money. We charge a thousand bucks a day to, for one of my professional guides with their license to come on your boat. But look at, we got this gift certificate thing going. If you give Chris a call before January 1st and you get in on the gift certificate thing, he's willing to come with you just like Justin or Pablo, but you got to call him and you got to Venmo or sell him the money right away. 500 bucks, you'll get Chris on your boat for a day. That's going to give you a 10-hour day with Chris on your boat. But it's only for right now. This gift certificate thing ends at the first of the year, 2024. No more gift certificates, gang. You want to get in on this. Chris is a great human being. He's going to show up with all that passion. He's good with the kids. He's good with the fam. He's good with the wife. You're not going to have anything to worry about. And he's backed up by your saltwater guide. And he's all over. You can go look at the old videos. He's got he's got video on there of him. And he give you the phone number one more time, Chris. Let everybody know how they can get a hold of you. 619-302-3379. If I don't answer, um, I'm busy at work, but you can leave a voicemail and I will return your phone call. What a great like deal, said, Dave. I've been with Dave for many, many years. Um, I've been fishing the Southern California bite all my life, right? From the back bay to slow pitching rockfish to catching giant 350 pound bluefin you name it and i would love to be able to take you out and teach you how to be successful yeah that's that's exactly what we do gang do not forget my phenomenal deal i got right now for you lifetime membership 350 bucks. That's going to give you full access to my whole website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Lifetime membership. You got to call me at 949-374-0786. If you try to buy it off the website, gang, it's going to be way too confusing. All you have to do is call me, 949-374-0786, and you'll never get a bill from me again. And one time, you'll get all the bitching information. All the cool benefits to being a member of the website, all the great content, all the great community people, 949-374-0786, lifetime membership to my website, and that's going to go away on January 1st, 2024, and just so you all know, January 1st, 2024, the bundles are going to go to $200 a piece, and the membership's going to go to $29.99. 29.99. I know that's a giant jump. I don't know if you've been to the gas station lately or the grocery store, but uh, I'm just trying to keep up with the times. But anybody that's in, your price does not go up. 
the 499ers that got into with me in the very beginning five years ago, you're they're still paying 499. The 999ers are still paying 999. The people that bought the lifetime that can never go up. But I promise you on January 1st, and my wife is hoping that you don't sign up till January 1st because she's already got her order in at Sephora. So just hang in there. Get get in on this. Great deal, gang, before the prices go up. Lifetime membership, 949-374-0786. Chris? Yes, sir. I told you I'd have you for an hour. I told you it would be go by so fast. We've been on here for an hour and ten, our hour and five minutes already, buddy. Just like that. Gang, leave a comment on here. Let me know if you enjoyed this show with Chris. Let him know. He's going to be looking at the comments also. He'll be answering your questions. You got questions about the island. You got questions about his guide service. Anything and everything you want, let us know. We'll take care of you. Leave a comment on here. We'll see you all tomorrow. Kelly Girl will be joining us tomorrow. Great show. And then don't forget, we got the man, IGFA Hall of Fame captain, Peter Grossbeck, on the show on Friday, our special guest, IGA, IGFA Hall of Famer. There is very few of those. Then the next week, we're going to bring in another IGFA Hall of Famer. I will announce it on the on the Grossbeck show I will never let you down, gang. We'll always be bringing in bitching guests like Chris. You'll always be entertained. I want to thank you all for watching the show today. Be kind to each other. Turn off the news. They're all lying. When you hear the national anthem, stand up and put your hand over your heart, gang. It's the way it is. Love you, Chris. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Dave.